it's Brandi Taylor. Welcome to the Business Beauty Network Podcast, where business meets beauty. It's not just lipstick, it's business. We will share thought-provoking conversations with business and beauty professionals. Our goal is to empower, motivate, and inspire you to take your business to the next level. Welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to share today's episode with you. I had the pleasure in interviewing Monique Rodriguez. Monique is the founder of Myel Organics, and she is a powerhouse, guys. I mean, she was so humble, though, and so sweet. And I was so nervous to interview Monique. I mean, Monique, you know, owns a multi-million dollar company and she's doing big things, but she's very down to earth and she has an awesome story to share. And she's willing. She was very willing and open with sharing it. And I was very blessed by the conversation. I think you're going to be too. She also gave some awesome tips that can help any beauty professional, any beauty business owner. And I just think you're really going to enjoy this one, guys. This is a good one here. Um, Here's a little bit of Monique's bio. Monique Rodriguez founded Mayo in 2014 after her healthy hair care regimen for her tailbone length hair became somewhat of a craze amongst her social media followers. The company began with only one product, the Advanced Hair Formula, a unique proprietary blend of herbs, amino acids, and minerals to support healthy hair, skin, and nails, and and the immune systems. Since then, Mayel has expanded to a half dozen collections under Monique's direction, including products for skin and children. Mayel has been distributed in more than 87 countries and can be found in more than 100,000 stores across the U.S. in retailers such as Sally Beauty, Target, CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, just to name a few. And I think you're really going to enjoy this interview. And here it goes. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It's your host, Brandi Taylor. And we have an awesome guest today, Monique Rodriguez. Welcome, Monique. Thank you, Brandi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on your podcast show. Awesome. I'm excited to have you here. So Monique, I like to start off with a fun fact question. So can you tell me something about yourself that most people would not know? Hmm, That most people would not know Mm -hmm. that when I was younger, I wanted to be a singer. (laughs) Oh, really? Really? Awesome. So can you sing? No. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) <laughs> so you wanted to be a singer but you but you can't sing yeah I, th- I thought I could sing at that time but once I grew up and I realized oh yeah no this not this not what what I'm supposed to be sounding like <laughs> I realized that that, that wasn't my talent <laughs> understandable so you sounded good in the shower right correct right yeah and then you know when you start singing around people and you don't get the feedback that you're looking for. It's like, yeah, maybe that's not my talent. But the crazy thing is, I do think that if you go to like voice lessons and you get the proper training, that you know you can turn anyone into a singer. So it's funny that my daughter, my ten year old, knows how to sing. Interesting. Yeah, my da- <laughs> my daughter's actually uh, she loves to sing too. So she's in, she's been in choir since she was. Uh, maybe in middle school. So yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So yeah, no, I think you can learn. You can definitely train your voice to sing, but 
yeah, I didn't have those resources at that time. (laughs) (laughs) Understandable. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So, um, well, my name is Monique Rodriguez and I am 36 years old from the South side of Chicago, born and raised. And I am a mom. I'm a wife. I am a Christian. I am very strong in my faith, not ashamed of my faith. Faith. (laughs) I'm a child of God. Um, and I am the CEO of Myel Organics. I was once a registered nurse for eight and a half years before stepping out on faith and starting Myel. And I have built the company and, and I'm continuing to build uh, the number one hair care brand. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me this. You were a nurse and you had been a nurse for where you were RN? Yes. Mm-hmm. So you are, you, you are RN, you've been an RN for eight years. How do we mm-hmm. get into hair care products? Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny, right? So I had, I've always loved like the beauty space and I've always had a passion for hair care ever since I was young. And I never thought that, you know, what I love playing in and what I love working with was something that I could build a career out of. I became a nurse because that's what my mom told me to do. She always pushed nursing school off on me because her dream was to become a nurse when she was younger, but she didn't because of her resources and limited, the limited amount of resources that she had, she wasn't able to go to college. So she became a secretary um, at a hospital. So she was always around nurses. And so that's what I was exposed to growing up. So, of course, as a child, you know, I see my mom who was struggling and, you know, trying to make ends meet as a secretary. But then I see these nursing friends that that she was around and I was like, oh, they got they're making great money. And she would always tell me, like, you know, you'll always find a job. It's it's recession proof. You'll never be without um, a job. And so because that's what I was exposed to growing up and that's all I saw, I thought that that was the way to go and that was um, comfortable and safe. And it was something that, you know, I knew that I had a a guarantee like for the rest of my life until I was time to retire. But however, I knew that I didn't want to live my life until I retired working for someone else. I never like I hated working for somebody. I hated having a boss because I wanted to always be independent. I wanted to always have that autonomy and I wanted to be able to be in control of my salary, my schedule. I just wanted to be in the driver's seat. And, you know, I became a nurse and I was miserable because, you know, I just didn't like going to work every day. I didn't like anyone dictating my schedule. Um, So, I began like trying to find different alternatives to try to get out of nursing. So I went from like direct sales. I tried to start Mary Kay, Scentsy Candles, Avon, um, whatever direct sale company came across and they sold me a dream. I probably bought into it because it was also um, cheaper to get into, Um, you know, it costs like a hundred dollars to start like a direct sales company. And You know, I realized that after doing that, that that still didn't make me happy. I wasn't passionate about what I was selling. And and that's why maybe nothing ever sold. And it wasn't until 2013, I transitioned from working in labor and delivery. And then I went into working uh, at a home health agency and I was pregnant with my third child. I was pregnant with my son. And I went through a very traumatic experience where my son, he was born brain dead and um, unfortunately, he, he passed away at birth, and it was very tragic for me, and it's 
my whole world like flipped upside down and I was really questioning like my existence like why am I even here like God why did you spare me and and take my you know I had a lot of questions and what I had to realize is that number one I didn't have a relationship with God I knew there was a God but I didn't have a relationship we wasn't going to church we would go to church like on Easter's on you know on the major holiday but Mm -hmm. not really like you know seeking seeking his face and when that happened to me you know my mom couldn't help me get through that. My husband couldn't help me get through it. The only person that helped me get through that situation was my faith in God and, and deciding to submit to him and have a relationship with him to help me get through this, that situation that I was going through. And he truly worked miracles in me because I could have been depressed. I could have been down. Like I could have went totally a whole different way, but I chose to trust God and allow him to deliver me. And he, you know, he blessed me with the vision to just start talking about what I loved on social media. And so I started my L on Instagram because I was talking about hair care with not the intention of selling a product, but I just wanted to just talk about, you know, what I loved and, and it was an outlet for me to talk about hair care. And it really kept my mind busy. It kept my mind from drifting over to like the negative thoughts. And that's pretty much how my yield was started. I started creating like my concoctions at home and making products and then posting about the products on social media. And women started like gravitating and wanting more information. And ladies started asking me, I I received a DM from a lady and she was like, you know, can I just buy your product? Because I don't have time to just make your recipes. And that's when I felt God was using her as a vessel to like, sparked the idea in me to say, you know what, maybe this is something I can do. Um, And I decided to start with one bottle of oil. I created a website, launched a website May 23rd, 2014. And that one bottle of oil sold like crazy. And that was the one thing that I started that actually sold. So remember everything that I tried to start in the past, I even tried to start a jury business, a nursing agency, I could never get a sale. But something that I was doing genuinely and authentically sold like crazy. Um, And that was after I decided to give my life to Christ as well. So... Awesome. So it's interesting how sometimes, you know, we go through different things in life and we never know, um, you know, why we have to go through things and, you know, what's going to be birthed out of that. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you having to go through something so traumatic as losing a child and then getting connected with God. And um, now it was what took you through. And then you you just talked about something you love, which was hair care. And mm-hmm. showing people something you were doing probably to take care of your hair. And then this lady comes and says, why don't you, you know, put it together for me and sell it to me, you know? So mm-hmm. he definitely mm-hmm. did use her. So you started off with the oils and how did you end up like, you know, expanding the line and, you know, adding more products for that? So the oil kind of took off. Was it like a growth oil, right? Yeah, so I um, started expanding my line based on, you know, really trying to understand my consumer. It's all about understanding your target audience and what their needs are and, you know, what they want for their hair. And it didn't hurt that I'm also the consumer. So I can definitely understand and I'm definitely relatable to my consumer because I am her. You know, I have some of the same hair issues and some of the same struggles as my consumer. So 
some of the things that I was trying to solve for my hair, my consumer was also looking for that type of solution. So here I am thinking that I'm solving a problem for me, but yet I'm helping other women as well because they have the same problem. And that's what's so important about, you know, supporting and buying from women that look like you because when I would go to the shelf, there are a lot of products that were on the shelf that were not made by people who look like me, let alone my skin color. So, you know, how can you understand my struggles as an African-American woman and know that, you know, I suffer from frizzy hair, you know, I had heat damaged hair. How do I get my natural curls to pop? How do you help me embrace my, my natural curls? How do you help me feel good about that? Like no one was doing that. And so I was able to fill that void and solve that problem for my customers and also be that person that they can relate to because it's like, wow, you know, she's going through the same thing. And if it helped her hair, like it'll definitely help mine. Yeah, I, I could definitely see that as well. And then being that you put yourself out there, um, it may, you know, people connect with you more. And so that helped people to connect with Mayel because they're like, okay, she's, she's mixing up these products. She's creating something that's for me. She looks like me. So I definitely can see how that could really help um, expanding the brand as well because, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're not only creating a, a brand, but you are the brand and you're connected mm -hmm. to the brand and the people are connected to you. You. And so I think that's a big mm -hmm. part of it too. So where did the yep. name come from? How did you uh, end up naming it Mayo? So the name is actually a combination of my two daughters, their middle names. Um, and their middle names is Gabrielle and Ariel and they're my L's. They're both mine. So they're my I love L's. it. <laughs> <laughs> they're your L's, Gabrielle and Ariel. I love that. Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. I don't hear Ario too Thank much. You. I have a cousin named Ario. That's something you don't hear too much. Yeah, no, you don't hear. And I don't know where I got the name. I went to school with a girl named Ariel. Mm -hmm. And I think she spelled hers the same way. And we were friends. Um, and then I also like, you know, the Little Mermaid. So I guess I com combined <laughs> <laughs> that name together. And I just thought it was just so cute. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so you know what I also noticed about you? You spoke about it. You know, you talked about in the beginning that you were a Christian, and I really noticed you're very open with your faith. And some yes. people find I know some people find it kind of hard. Like, should they talk about their faith, especially when you're in the spotlight? You know, you have a brand and everything, and um, and you're an influencer. And so, um, just tell us how you know you got comfortable in you know just being so open and talking about your faith yeah because I don't know why some people are like cautious about talking about their faith because the only reason why you're at where you're at is because of God and I know the only reason why I am where I am today is because is because of God so it's like why would I be ashamed to talk about what delivered me who delivered me why would I be ashamed to talk about that my business is blessed because I chose to put my trust and my faith in him. Like, why would I be ashamed of that? Because it is my, he blessed me and he blessed me with this testimony so I can show others like the miraculous power of God. And I pray every day that, you know, everything that I do, that he gets all the glory because I don't want people to think that it was by my own doing that I was able to accomplish this. Because if you would have known me 
five years ago prior to this, you would know definitely, oh no, Monique couldn't have did that by herself. So I know, I know myself and I know how my mindset has shifted. And it's like, why would I be ashamed of that miraculous, miraculous glory that he had and the favor that he has placed on my life? Like, why would, why would I be ashamed of that? Like, that's something that you want to brag and tell everybody. I mean, that's how I feel. Right, right. I, I I feel the same way, but I know some people are cautious, maybe because they just, you know, um, they know everyone doesn't believe the same thing. So maybe you don't want to like, just like some people don't like to talk about politics, right? Mm-hmm. Because, because that could be a touchy subject and what you believe could be a touchy subject as well. So sometimes people, if they're in, um, you know, if they're a public figure, I, I've, I can understand mm-hmm. sometimes why they might not want to touch it, but I understand that I, I am who I am because of him. And so I'm not ashamed, right? you know, at all. And either. That, yeah. And I also think that, okay, so let's say, and I have friends that are different religion and I'm not a religious, I don't like really, I'm not being on like religion. And it's like, as long as you have faith in something, you have a higher power that you turn to, because at the end of the day, we all serve the same God, no matter what you call him, you know, no matter if you call him Jehovah, um, whatever other, you know, religious may call him, you should be rooted and grounded in your faith. So, you know, we're going to be held accountable to what we're uh, knowledgeable of and what we're exposed to. But at the end of the day, when we all die, we all go somewhere. And we're all going to be judged. So whatever your faith, you need to have faith in something. And if someone doesn't like me because of my faith in, in Jesus Christ, then that's not for me to deal with. That's for God to deal with. So I don't worry about that. Understandable. Understandable. So now you, you, you were a nurse. You ended up getting on Instagram, right? So you started this product line, line Myel. So how, uh, and it's growing, you're expanding the line. And at what point were you able to completely leave your job? So I left my job six months later. So, wow. you know, when I first started, I started in May. I wrote, I typed up my resignation letter in May. Didn't know how it was going to take off, but that's, that was my faith. And I remember showing it to my husband. I said, I'm going to date it for November. And he was like, I didn't sign it. And he was like, you know, you're not going to, um, you're not going to quit your job. Like, you know, you work too hard to be in there. Like, you're not just going to leave your, I was like, yes, I am. I'm tired of it. I'm leaving. And so I took that resignation letter and I looked at it every single day and it was dated for November. I hadn't turned it in yet, but I was able to leave my job in October. So I was one month shy of what I had already put out there and spoken to existence because he said, write the vision and make it plain. So he that may read it, may take it and run with it. So I wrote my vision down. I want to leave my job in October. I mean, in November, and I was able to leave in October. Awesome. Awesome. That, so that, that was pretty quick, you know, um, six months in and you were able to leave. That is really awesome. Definitely. So what has been the biggest lesson you've learned as an entrepreneur? Um, the biggest lesson that I've learned is that their, you know, business is cyclical. Like they're always going to be ups and downs. They're always going to be challenges and obstacles. There is no easy straight path. Um, and you just have to learn how to be resilient and deal with those roadblocks and always 
come out of those roadblocks and obstacles learning something new so you don't make the same mistake again. Um, but things are going to happen. And I just had to learn that running a business, it's not straight and narrow. It's no one straight path. Things are going to happen, but the ones that survive and even like what we're going through right now, like this quarantine situation, like we'll get through this. The ones that are to survive and make it out on top are the ones who believe and the ones who trust and know that this is not going to last and things are going to be over. So, you know, that's how I look at life. Yeah, I do too. This too shall pass. And we're definitely going to get through this for sure. So what advice would you give someone who's looking to start their own hair care line or any, you know, makeup line or any beauty care line? I would definitely say to do something that you love and that you're really passionate about. And I know that it sounds cliche, but it's extremely important because as I just mentioned, you know, those um, cycles when, you know, they're ups and when they're down. So when they're a down time, do you still have the same willpower to get up when there's no money coming in or, you know, when, you know, you can't pay payroll, you know, when you still, when you have those type of challenges, are you still going to get up and show up every day and work to the best of your ability? Or are you going to give up because it's not necessarily something that you're truly passionate about? So, you know, you really have to have that passion because that passion is going to fuel you because trust me, I've been there. I've had um, times where I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how I'm going to meet payroll, you know, where I'm going to get the money from to do this. But guess what? Nobody on the outside would ever be able to tell because I still got up. I showed up every day with a smile on my face, pushing my brand because this is what I truly love and what I'm really passionate about. But if it was me selling Mary Kay and I had a, a moment where things were down, I'd probably be like, okay, well, let me go get, switch to something else because that wasn't my passion. So just make sure that whatever you're doing, you love doing it and ask yourself, what is that one thing that you would have done as a child and not made any money for? Because remember, that's where people, you can find your, your passion. Go back to your childhood. What's that one thing that you love doing and that you did so carefree and, and you can do it without getting paid for it? Whatever that thing is, that's what you should make a business out of. Right, right. Great advice. I, I feel that way too, because if you're passionate about it, then it's going to show as well. Like if it's something that you truly enjoy doing, it's going to shine through. And if, if it's something that you're just doing for, you know, for money or whatever else, when times get hard, you're not mm -hmm. going to be able to pull through it because your only uh, motivation was money. You really didn't have, you know, the passion for it. So I think right. that is some great advice for sure. Yeah. And in addition to your passion, like you want to make sure that you're solving a problem. What problem can you solve for your, the people who are following you or the, that look up to you? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thinking about, so getting into people that look up to you. I know, um, I've been following you and I know you have your podcast and everything and the secret sauce to success. So I wanted to ask you, what is the secret sauce to success? The secret sauce to success. Well, there are a couple of things. The first thing if First and foremost is keeping God first, but the secret and also the secret sauce to success is being authentically you because no one can duplicate you. No one can imitate you. The sauce is what makes it sweet or the same thing applies to your business. You are what makes your business sweet. You are what makes your business stand out. You are what's going to connect with people. And when you try to duplicate someone else, 
and you guys have similar audience, people can tell, people can see that. So what makes you unique is being who you are. That is the secret sauce. Don't be anyone else but you, because when God created you, he threw away the mold. He didn't make anybody else similar to you. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So tell us a little bit about uh, what made you decide to start this podcast and what, you know, and tell us a little bit about the podcast. Yeah. So what made me start the podcast? I will get a lot of uh, DMs for people, um, for me to mentor them. And I tried to do the one-on-one mentorship. I did that last year. And while it was fulfilling, it also took me away from building my company, what I should have been like, I would cancel meetings to do like the one-on-one mentor. So it was taking up a lot of the time that I should have been putting into my business. It was hard for me to balance that. So I said, okay, how can I still give information, still help people? And maybe I took on too many people more than I should have took on, but how can I still help people? Because I still feel like people need this knowledge. They need to hear it. So if I just create a podcast and create recordings, that way I can dedicate a certain time for that and just have it roll out. Um, And then that'll be uh, a podcast filled with information, whether you can sit and binge listen um, if you wanted to, but it's packed with so much information that that is also tactical that you can take and apply to your business. Um, And I felt that That was one way of me giving back to my community by giving them free information um, because I have a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs that follow me and that's always asking me for mentorship. I do have a Secret Sauce Academy that I'm opening back up in uh, the fall and I'm also doing a retreat where I am still offering that same type of mentorship, but it's just not falling on my shoulders. I have the help of like some friends that are also entrepreneurs that we're all going to like pour into and help each other. So I'm just figuring out different ways that I can still help my community and giving them advice and helping them pursue their dreams, but not kill myself at the same time. Yeah, understood. Because you can't, you know, talk to everybody, right? (laughs) Right. And I can't pour from an empty cup. Exactly. Yes. Yes. I think that is awesome. That is awesome. So I know um, a lot of businesses have had to pivot during this time. Tell us uh, some ways that uh, you've had to shift now that, you know, we're going through a pandemic and everything right now in your business. Well, one of the big ways that we had to definitely shift is to take everything digital and have live um, events because we, we had a, 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 list of packed events for this quarter, for for next quarter, for the summer. I mean, all of our events so far have been canceled. So it's like, how do we still hold events and and let's take it virtual. So we've been doing lives every day. We've been holding like virtual parties. And it's like when you can't touch people, when you can't reach them, you can still be able to reach them Um, on a digital space. So I thank God for the internet. I thank God for social media. I thank God for like Zoom, FaceTime, all of those things, because it still allows you to connect with people where we would usually be doing that in person, but now we just have to take it online. So that's been a huge um, way that we've had to pivot because we're used to being out in the field, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. And and I know a lot of uh, businesses, not just beauty, just businesses in general, are having to shift and um, reach their online audience in some form of way, you know, yeah. um, and, and just keep it going. What, uh, what motivates you? 
what motivates me is my kids and providing them with the things that I didn't have growing up. That's my number one motivate uh, thing that motivates me. And the second thing that motivates me is knowing how I grew up. Uh-oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Oh, not wanting to, uh, another thing that motivates me is knowing how I grew up and, and seeing how my mom struggled and how she worked literally paycheck to paycheck to provide for us and knowing that that's not the life that I wanted for myself or my kids and understanding how that felt. And I don't want to feel that way. So that motivates me to keep going. Awesome. Awesome. So Monique, how do you define success? I define success by a shift in your mindset. I don't define success by money. I define success as the evolution of being able to change the way you think. Um, And for me, because like I said, I knew how I thought, I know how I thought, what, seven years ago. And the way I think now is totally, totally different. And I feel that God has definitely allowed me to grow and has blessed me with wisdom. I continue to pray for wisdom, but he allows you and he teaches you how to get wealth. And he teaches, I mean, he changes, uh, he helps you change your mindset in order for you to achieve the things that you are able to achieve. So success to me, it all starts with a shift in your mindset and how you think and not thinking negative and thinking that you can deserve everything in life that God has on this earth for you because he it's in his will for us to be prosperous. It's in his will for us to be successful. It's in his will for us to be wealthy. So knowing that um, you attract those things to you because it's in his word. And in order to attract those things to you, you have to change the way that you think. So for me, success is the evolution of how your mind has changed. Awesome. And I want to ask you that, like, so how did you change your mindset? What are some steps that we could take to change our mindset and how did you change yours? Um, One of the things is getting into the word and understanding his word and surrounding myself with resources and people who can help me get a better understanding of his word, you know, praying for wisdom, praying for wisdom and understanding. I pray every day. Um, I also train my mind to think positive and I tell myself positive affirmations on a daily basis. Um, and, and I know a lot of people say that, well, how do you train your mind to think positive when there are so many negative things? So I'm not saying that I don't get negative thoughts. I do. But what, what I do is I quickly acknowledge that I got a negative thought and I rebuke it. And I say, Lord, forgive me for thinking that way quickly. I don't dwell on that negative thoughts because one, what happens is when you start thinking negative, it becomes a spiral effect of other negative thoughts that just pound on top of each other. And then, and then you'll look up five minutes later, you'll be feeling uneasy and you'll be feeling like in a depressed state because you've allowed those negative thoughts to just combat you. So as soon as you get that thought, say, you know what, even if you have to talk to yourself, um, Lord, forgive me for that thought. I rebuke it positive thoughts only. I tell myself that all the time, no negative thoughts. I rebuke negative thoughts. Forgive me for any negative thinking. And when I say that, it first allows me to dismiss that negative thought and it allows me to train my mind to now think positive and to focus on something positive. So it's a lot of talking to yourself, you know, a lot of, um, 
you know, just training yourself with these positive affirmations. Again, staying in his word, surrounding yourself, listening to people that are positive, like your, your pastor or even like motivational speeches on like YouTube or any type of platform. So it's a lot of like continuous refueling of that in your mind. And that's what helps uh, me stay focused on thinking positive and just changing the way that I think. So you got to like keep refueling your mind every day. You can't take a day off. Awesome. Awesome. Good stuff and stuff. So what is either your favorite book or book that you're currently reading right now? So a book that I just finished was called Draw the Circle. And I think that's my new favorite book. (laughs) <laughs> okay do you know who it's by it's it's by um mark batterson okay yeah mark batterson oh, oh the 40 day prayer challenge i like yeah. that mm-hmm. yeah okay i have to check that out draw the circle awesome awesome well monique it's been absolutely great chatting with you today i really appreciate your time and appreciate you sharing with us on the podcast do you have anything else you want to share with us No, I think the interview was great. You touched on a lot of key points and I'm sure your listeners will be blessed and that that will be my hope and hope that they, if they don't have a relationship with God to seek him as, you know, especially like now you have a lot of time, you have no excuse um, to develop a relationship with God and and just watch how your life will change. It's the only thing I can encourage. Awesome. So tell, tell everybody how they can connect with you. Um, so you can follow me on social media at Exquisite Mo, and I have at The Secret Sauce to Success and at Myel Organics. Awesome. And I'll make sure I leave all of that in the show notes. This was Monique Rodriguez, everybody. Um, make sure you follow her and check everything out. And that's all we have for you today. And as always, stay great and we are out. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Business Beauty Network podcast. Please subscribe and support our podcast. Please share it. Share it with your friends and family. Also connect with us. We want to hear from you. Leave us comments. Let us know what you're enjoying about the podcast. Also email us at bbnetworkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also connect with me on Instagram at I am Brandy Taylor and at Exquisite Looks. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at Exquisite Looks. And you can check out my website at ExquisiteLooks.com. I really hope to hear from you and connect with you soon. Remember that all things are possible if you only believe. Stay great.